One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Hello, hello, hello. Nice Hi. to be here with you. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Hey, Gail. What's Hi. up? Me. How are you? Thank you for doing this with me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I really appreciate this. I hope you understand what, you know, like I explained to you before. This is what I do. This is just a collection of conversations that I have with people who I find interesting, that well, who've inspired you. me, who I enjoy talking to. Anyway. Can you hear yourself? Just keep the mic like this. where you could. This way? Yeah, you see? Okay, sure. How are you? Pretty good. What about yourself? I can't complain. I'm actually pretty happy to be here. Oh, happy that you're here. And thank you for doing this. Oh, it's not a problem at all. Anytime. How long has it been now that we've like known each other? Oh boy, it's been a, uh, it's been what a couple of years now. About eight. Eight years. Yeah. No. I'm actually right now. I'm hanging out with my friend Gail and her husband Gene. Hi. Well, because I um, only have two mics, I you know have one-on-ones, but Gene is in here as well, over there by the laptop, and these are real dear friends of mine, and always enjoy our conversations. Yeah, and we do. Yeah, we always have a blast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then some. Exactly. And um, what did I say? Um, how you been? Everything's good? How, how are you managing with this whole COVID situation? Well, I'm not really manic depressive. I'm mm. more pissed off at all the stupid shit that's going on, you know? Like politically? Yeah, like one mask, two masks, three masks, four. You know, it's just... And every country that opened is doing so much better. And the dirtbag that we have for our president doesn't know his ass from mine. <laughs> so it, it, it's like, now what, you know? And they're just always telling him what to do because he doesn't have any thoughts in his own head. And he's undoing everything Trump did. I mean, how did you close down the pipeline, Joe? <laughs> you think he's going to make it through these no, next four years? My neurologist, he's a, a nerve doctor, he gives him six months to live. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Six months? Your yeah. neurologist saying yeah, this? Yeah, so that's what I'm, I'm lighting candles and chanting for. <laughs> And then I have to work on the other bitch. Oh, wow. Yeah, we call her um, Camel Toe Harris. Get the... Who says... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Gene and I call her Camel Toe Harris. And his, and his nurse, his, the nurse he used to have, called me up one day and was talking about her. And she said, that Camel Toe bitch. I started laughing because she's a that straight nurse. nurse. That? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So evidently everybody has a similar opinion of her, you know. Yeah, I'm not quite fond of her myself, you know. I'm not to that extreme, though. No, no, no. She's the most boring-looking woman I've ever seen. Yeah. Her style and clothing is atrocious. Yeah. Like, she's always in drab colors. Yeah. Know, like, like, funeralistic. Funeralistic. You know, she's just like... <laughs> and her husband, he must be as much of an asshole as she Wait, is. Wait, who's her husband? Some white dude. Really? Yeah. But, you know, and it's really annoying me. Because what she's doing is trying to pass herself off as a black woman, mm -hmm. but she's not. She's like an Indian woman, right? Indian and um, Islander. Okay, she's Caribbean, right? Right, of yeah. some sort or other. But she's not a black American. No. But that's... Like... 
I know that she put up a lot of laws, actually. Pro. Yeah, like to lock people up, you know, minorities especially. She lets them all go. Okay. She had serious people, people that were charged with uh, beatings and stabbings and all kinds of things, and they brought them in, and she just released them. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the left's way. So she belongs with them, but I don't know what's going to happen with this country. We're, we're looking for a place to live, but I was going to go to Vietnam. Vietnam to go live? Yeah, but I couldn't tell any of the guys I went to school with because they all served in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> They'd never talk to me again. They sure wouldn't come and visit me, I'll tell you. I heard Vietnam is a lovely place now, though. It is, but it's communist, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, we were looking like uh, Da Nang. Mm-hmm. Some nice areas. You can get a nice house for 300000 Um, They come in and clean for you. For four dollars an hour. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah, yeah. a dollar probably goes a long way. The food is, they say, outstandingly delicious, and everything is fresh. Yes, of course. Which we're not used to over in this area. Yeah. But and I, I think I could learn to speak. I have a flair for languages, so I think I could learn to speak Vietnamese because it's letters mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. opposed to Mandarin Chinese, which is God knows what that is, some kind of symbol. I'm surprised how how welcoming the Vien. Vietnamese people are, especially mm-hmm. after that war. Yeah, yeah. We did know. a number on them. You have a lot of friends that went to Vietnam. Everybody I graduated high school with, just about. Pretty much, right? It was capable of doing it. What yeah. uh, what year you graduated high school? 65. 65? Wow. Yeah. The 60s. The great 60s, baby. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you... Um, which decade did you enjoy the most? 60s. It was the 60s? Later 60s, early 70s. Yeah, oh, sure. Peace and love. I lived on, um, in late 60s, I lived on 1st Avenue and 10th Street, right around the corner from the Psychedelica Tessin. Where? 1st Avenue and 10th Street in New York? In New York City, yeah. Manhattan? Yeah. Wow. And the Psychedelica Tessin was around the corner. And they used to make LSD 25 in these big cauldrons. Mm-hmm. And then drop a little bit on a sugar cube. Now what that do you mean? Drop a little bit of liquid LSD on a sugar cube. That was a real ass. And you used to put what the, the sh- you used to eat the sugar cube or put it like in a coffee or something? No, you just eat the sugar cube. Wow. People weren't proud. You shove it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know um, what you were taking? Or, or because we knew the people who were making it. Yeah. So I mean, lived around the corner. They weren't going to hurt us. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't trust LSD nowadays. Nowadays, no, but the 200 times I took it, it was all right. 200 times? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Quite experienced with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh. What trips did you have? What drugs have I ever had? No, what trips? Oh, I had mostly good trips. I never yeah. really had a bad trip. Yeah, I would be doing like um, LSD and PCP and um, tranks and, and poppers, you know, for people. Yeah. Pizza. I'd be doing that because I was the designated driver. So then you were the designated. Because <laughs> I don't drink, I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> okay, that so, makes sense. Yes, it did to me because yeah. I had more control over what I was doing than my girlfriends that were drinking the alcohol. That's crazy, right? You yeah. were more in control yeah. and you on PCP and LSD, LSD and, yeah. you know, poppers and you name it. Jesus, wacky weed and you know, yeah. But it was just, uh, it was easy to do. 
Because you could straighten yourself out more. Then when you're drunk, you can pull it together no matter what you do. How was New York during that time? Well, I was at the Fillmore every weekend. At the Fillmore? Yeah, I lived about three blocks away from it. And uh, I've seen everybody that ever played there. Um, Who was the most memorable? Like, what do you remember? Oh, that's a, they were all so good. From the Doors to Jimi <sighs> Hendrix to, you know, Frank Zappa. You got to see Jim Morrison up there? Yeah. Walling out. And um, the two brothers. Oh, what the hell are their names? Oh, Johnny Winter, Edgar Winter. People you might not hardly know. No. Um, Grace Slick. Mm. Cream. You saw Cream? At the Fillmore? Yeah. Live? Yeah, I was in the second row. Jesus. I was always in the second row. This is what I love about this podcast. You learn all this stuff. I oh, didn't yeah. know you were there. Oh, yeah. I've been a lot of places. I know you told me once, you're like, ah, oh, I was like a pink lady in like the 60s. and Yeah, I was always, um, I was never a hippie. I was more mod. So I was in velvet, silk, satins. You know, Stylish. Yeah, with the, I had a platinum fro. Get out of here. Big platinum fro. Mm-hmm. More people took my picture in the West Village, I swear. It was five dollars a shot, I figure. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they want my picture, they're gonna pay me for it if I have to stand here with somebody I don't even know. Money up front, I promise I'll stay here. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So God knows what they ever did with the pictures. I'm waiting one of these days, I'm bound to see them somewhere. <laughs> Probably yeah. ended up in some magazine. I would never know. You know? Wow. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we had a good time. Everybody was... Th- to me, hippies were dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, they had raggedy clothes and raggedy hair and mm-hmm. raggedy jeans. And, you know, they slept on the bench and you know, all kind of stupid stuff. I didn't do that. I had an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> first on 8th Street and then first Avenue and 10th. So I was... Close to the Fillmore. Yeah, they weren't glamorous at all, these hippies. Oh, they, they smelled. Yeah. Ugh, women should never smell. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't um, you know, groom their armpits or anything Nothing. like that? No, nobody did anything. Now we shave everything. Every little place on our body that has a hair, women shave everything. That's right. Back in those days, the longer your hair was everywhere, the better off you looked, they thought. I never thought that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could see you like very stylish and I had a blast. My purple patent leather shoes, micro mini skirt that came just to the end of my butt, mm-hmm. real high purple and silver shoes that I wore with a big platinum afro and a ton of makeup. I used to wear false eyelashes, top and bottom every day. Wow. Oh yeah. Did you go to the nightclubs? Oh sure, sure. And I can dance. Yeah. So I became a disco queen. You could throw me around. I could slide down your body and you could spin me on the floor and all that stuff. What? Oh, yeah. I had a life. I didn't always live in fucking Union, New Jersey. (laughs) 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 Thank God for that. You know. Did you ever um, go to the famous Studio 54? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was that like, I don't know, was it as amazing as people make it out to be? No. Or is it just a commercial one? It's a commercial thing because you have to know somebody to get in. That's the only way you can get in, and I don't think that's fair to the public because everybody that knows somebody has already been in there, mm-hmm. you know. So why not let the public just go ahead in? Yeah. Depending on how they're dressed, you know, how, how they're did dressed you get in? Right. 
I know a few people. Okay. Yeah. Very well connected, Gail. Yes, I was. <laughs> I wish I was one of Andy Warhol's girls. I would have been really happy. <laughs> but, you know. You ever got a chance to see him? I almost knocked him down one day in a studio. Where, where were we? In a stadium. Mm-hmm. At a concert. And I slammed him to him and almost knocked him on his ass. Oops. I said, sorry about that, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's definitely Andy Warhol. I mean, who else looks like him? Yeah, no, no. He's one of a kind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lou Reed was one of his gang. Was in his gang, too. You know, Lou Reed? Lou Reed was, yeah. He was oh, I love Lou Reed. I, ju- I just heard the song, Hey Baby, Take a Walk on the Wild Side. Oh, I love that song. I do, too. Oh, that's a great song. It is. It's a shame he died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were some good times. Man, that New York is... I, I love watching documentaries about that New York. Mm-hmm. That time. It was... I, I hate to sound, I don't know, redundant, I guess. But it was peace, love, and joy. It wasn't like everybody's so violent now. Really? Yeah, you say something to somebody, and they, they do stupid shit, especially with this COVID. I think it has people on the verges of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I agree. You know, I'm standing in Costco after he's six feet apart, you know, and the lady comes in, and she stands like right behind me. And she says to me, you know, you're roughly close to me. Mm. I said, so then get the fuck back there on your dot where you belong. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. <laughs> but she was behind you. Yeah. And she's asking you that you're very close. She yeah. was telling she you. Got she got to me after I was already standing there. Oh, my goodness. And she's telling me I'm too close to her. So, you know. Yeah. People are just, I'm sick of masks. Now, yeah. Now wear two, three, eight, you know. Or why doesn't he just tell you to wear a Kotex across your face or something? <laughs> it's thicker, lasts longer, you can still breathe through it, I would imagine. Well, I never had one on my face, but some yeah. people have, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> now um excuse me. Were you with Jean at the time or when did you meet Jean? I met Jean um the third Thursday. And 1979. 1979? I was one years old at the time. Mm-hmm. I was born in 78. Hmm. That's when you met Gene. Am I supposed to feel sympathy for you? I feel envy. <laughs> 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 I mean, I would start from the womb and do things all over again. So, you know. <laughs> I hear you. Oh, but man. Where did you meet? We met um, in the bar that he owned. I bar. didn't know he owned the bar. Two thousand square foot bar and restaurant. Yeah, Gene owned the bar. Oh yeah. What? What was it called? Village Squire Inn. It's quite infamous. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. It was a lot of work too. We had a triple murder in the building that we owned. What? Oh yeah. Our lives weren't always like this, baby. Wow. Yeah, we've been around the block. <laughs> The 70s triple murder. No, what area 80s. was that? That was That'd the 80s. 80s. Yeah, because Gene and I met the third. Oh, 79, yeah. Met the third Thursday in 79. We got engaged February 5th of 80 and got married June 1st of 80. Wow. On Marilyn Monroe's birthday. You can see my stamps over there. I see Marilyn Monroe, yeah. There's a big picture from the kitchen of her, too, which you can't see, but it's up there. Oh, I see her back there, yeah. yeah. Marilyn Monroe. That's a tattoo I want. 
of Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. Where are you going to put it in your back? I haven't decided. I might do it. I think this leg doesn't have enough room. You know? How many tattoos you got now? I just have the bad fairy. Mm-hmm. I have the, um, what is that, a rat? Yeah. Yeah, I have a rat, because I thought I was born in the area of the rat. I thought it was Chinese. <laughs> my girl says, wait, well, Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I wound up finding out that I was born in the year of the boar, so I have a rat on my leg for no reason at all. What <laughs> 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 the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> what's, on the, what's on your calf? Um, this is a, uh, this is, let's see. Oh, that's a dragon. Okay, yeah, that's I see it. Tribal dragon. Tribal dragon, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't believe you have a rat right there. <laughs> that shit. He, he needs a touch-up because he usually has a red nose and yellow eyes. Yeah. And this is my bad fairy, as you can see her. Damn. She's, she has tattoos and she has claws down there instead of black wings. What made you want to get a badass fairy like that? I like fairies. Fairies. Yeah, fairies yeah. And then I had to have a good fairy. Cause oh, what's I'm, that? I'm a yin and yang. What's that other tat you have? That's my good fairy. Oh, so you got the good fairy on the left hand, on the left mm-hmm. left leg, and then the bad fairy on the right. Right. She's, how many inches would you say she's at, please? Um, inches yeah. height? Yeah. I would say, I don't know, I think that's like about a 10? foot and a half, yeah. Oh, no, she's only about 10, 11 inches. Okay. Her wingspan. Then I have a blackbird over here because... I was afraid of getting that disease that they were, the blackbirds were getting. I don't remember that disease. Ah, uh, well, I wanted to make sure I didn't get it, so if they thought I was one of them, then <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> Is true? You put a tattoo <laughs> of a blackbird just again. So I won't get the disease. <laughs> and this is tribal. It means wind, yeah. so that the bird could fly. Look at you. So, wow. Oh, there's more. I know. No, I can this imagine. Oh, the pretty one, I'll show you. This tattoo is about to be dispo- exposed to you. took six straight hours of tattooing. Mario Barth, who's world-renowned, is the man who did the tattoo. What's his name again? Mario Barth. Mario Barth. Yes, he's moved to uh, Las Vegas now. I think he's 2000 to start. Um, $2,000 to do yeah. it. To start the tattoo. Yeah. And he'll only do people he's tattooed before. And touch-ups are free. Wow. For the rest of your life. Wow, that's a great deal. If you want, I'll hold your okay. your mic. No, don't worry. It's not going to have a sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. It's beautiful. This tattoo took six hours. Can you describe it? Oh, boy. You want me to describe it? Well, it's it's like leaves, little leaves. Yeah, I see that. Very intimate leaves. Right into the navel. It goes up and around. Right across, yeah. It goes from one hip to the other hip mm-hmm. in singularity form. Then it goes up in, let's see, one, two, three, four rows go up. It's almost like the reefs that you'll see like, um, like, Julius Caesar wear or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. right? Like That's what it always reminded me of. Yeah. And in fact when they wanted to take out my appendix. Not my appendix, but what did they have to take out? My gallbladder. Yeah. And he wanted to go through my navel. I said, You're not going anywhere near my navel. Because of the tattoo of the you don't tattoo want to mess wraps out. around it. Oh, but I'm an art major. I said, I thought you were a doctor. 
Which is it? <laughs> Doctor Major, yeah. is the, is that gentleman still alive? The the tattoo artist. Oh yes, you can. I could go out to see him any time, and he'll touch it up, give it a little more white, whatever it needs for mm -hmm. free. Have you ever been th thought about doing that? Um, yeah, but it's very hard the situation we're in. Okay, yeah. You know, sure, I think about doing it, and he'll only tattoo people he's tattooed in the past. Oh wow! Because that's how in demand he is. Yeah. You know. What's his name again? Mario Barth. Mario Berth. Berth. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm surprised. Guys, so you guys had a nightclub. Yeah, it was a wild thing. I hired the In bands. In the 80s, the 80s were crazy times. I hired the bands because Gene is a jazz person. Mm -hmm. He can't deal with the bullshit that these guys want to pull. You know. Like the what, what sort of bands? Like synthetic? Because uh, that's when the synthesizer kicked in was in the 80s. No, Not we were, that. we weren't doing synthetics. We were doing... Um, Yes, disco-ish. Discos, yeah, so moving with the dance music. Yeah, because you want to keep the people up. That's and right. And you don't want to incite them. Mm -hmm. Like no macho man. Macho man. No, thanks. <laughs> no, that's the last thing you want <laughs> in a club. No, thank you. You know, but And we had very good food. We had bouncers. Wow. You said the space was how big? 2,000 square feet. In Manhattan. No, and this is right in Valesburg. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the last bar in Valesburg before you got to the North Line mm -hmm. was right by the bus, just before the bus terminal. Oh, wow. Which you probably don't know where it is, but... No, no. A lot of people did. <laughs> Interesting. You know, we didn't have a cabaret license. I couldn't really dance, but people rocked. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have you had a liquor license, I would imagine. Oh, sure. Awesome. Sure. As long as the liquor's rocking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they started. Um, they started cracking down on cab, you know, places where they didn't have cabaret license. I remember seeing that in a documentary. I used to go to a place in West Orange that didn't have a cabaret license. So why did they let live bands play there? If you can't dance, right? I never understood the logic. Yeah. You dance, and the cops would come, and we'd all stand right where we were. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey we're not dancing, <laughs> officer. <laughs> Just enjoying ourselves with no that's dance. It, that's it. You know, it feels <laughs> like dancing to this shit. You know, that wasn't really <laughs> true. They were very good. <laughs> oh shit! But it's always uh, things were strange. They've changed so much. You know, I went to a club with my girlfriend one time. Two of my girlfriends, as a matter of fact, and uh, it was an okay club. It was not a high end. It was in Jersey, and they had on different kind of things than I did. I had on jeans. You can't come in here with jeans. I said, I'm in a silk blouse, you know, $300 shoes, you know what I mean? Dressed to kill, and I have on jeans, and I can't get in. What? Yes. In West Orange? It was in West Orange, so I took them off. You took off your jeans? Yeah, and I don't wear underwear, and... So I took off my jeans and I'm standing there and he's like, I don't know how many guys on the other side of the door are cheering. Let her in, let her in, you know. Did you drop the blouse, Elise? Well, I had my blouse on. And you just had no pants on. No, I had my But you had your under you had your panties on, your underwear. I don't wear panties, no. Oh, that's right. So I'm naked from the waist down except my pants are around my ankles and I had on my shoes. So I said to the guy, Okay, can I go in now and dance? And he, he was like astounded. And the other guys were like, let her in, let her in. <laughs> you know? So then I put my pants on and let my girlfriend and I in. Oh my God, you made the... We all had a blast. 
<laughs> you weren't afraid of getting locked up for indecent exposure or whatever. It's, it's well, obviously not. Even not. Indecent. <laughs> What's indecent about it? How many people? Everybody's seen one. Yeah, exactly. Mostly everybody. Anyway. Yeah. There weren't kids there, you know. It's a nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. Then I used to go to Staten Island because you used to be able to be drinking Staten Island when you're 18. Yeah. So we always to drive over there. That was a lot of fun. I won a dance contest over there in Staten Island. Staten Island. Mm. Yeah. Nice, that nice. A, that was a thing to do because you had to be 21 here at the time to drink and 18 over there. Yeah. So we were all trucking over there. Hmm. You know? You um, always, you're originally from Jersey. Always stayed out here in Jersey, but well, I lived in PR for a couple of years, Puerto Rico. Really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How long you lived in Puerto Rico? Three years. Oh, nice. When? when? Seventy-two to seventy-five. Oh wow, nice. Mm-hmm. How was how was Puerto Rico then? It was quite different from it is now, um, as is everything else in life. You know, it um, the people were so good to me. I have to tell you. People sometimes come with the attitude that Puerto Ricans are, are low class, but they're not at all. No, I don't think so either. No, a lot of, a lot of American people think that. Yeah. Oh, she's a Puerto Rican. Well, the Puerto Ricans here are different than the Puerto Ricans yes. on the island. Yes, they are. Yeah. You know, I mean, my friend, um, she was a nurse. The people I knew, she was a nurse. Her sister was a nurse. Her mother was a teacher. Her brother was a pain in the ass, and her father um, had no education because when he was six, he had to wear his mother's clothes and go to school. He couldn't go to school. He had to cut down the um, sugar cane mm. because his father had died, and there was a lot of kids. So he had so to be the man of the house. six years old, seven years old, out there chopping. American people don't know what sugar cane is like, you know. Yeah. But it's really tough. to. Sh- they don't use machetes for nothing, you know. Yeah. But I, I love sugar cane. I don't even have it anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Aguabo, which is the east side. And um, from where we lived, you could sit on the beach and see the Monkey Island. They were doing all these experiments on monkeys over there. I don't know who. Really? Pro- probably the Americans, you know. Um, and... He used to give me the creeps because I used to think, wow, what if one of them swims up when I'm in the water and he bites me, you know? Yeah. And so I used to, we had a dog, a German Shepherd, so I throw a, <laughs> I would throw a stick into the water first yeah. and let him fetch it. And if he came back a couple times and it was cool, I'm going in the water now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the truth. What were you doing in Puerto Rico? I was just hanging. Just decided to chill there for three years? Yeah. Something to oh, do. That's I cool. Save money and work. You know. Well, look at you exploring. Yeah, I like I like to travel. Yeah. Um, I like to, I like Hawaii. Gina and I went there on vacation. Mm-hmm. No Hawaii looks beautiful. I was so excited, you know, because it is beautiful. Yeah. And I, I'm with my girlfriend Carzel, his girlfriend, also a friend of his, and her husband Manny, and uh, we're gonna stay at their timeshare. And uh, carrying all my stuff to the beach. 
we just get to the beach and the closing beach. Shark sighting. So we had sharks swimming on the beach. Mm-hmm. So we go on that beach. So now I have to find another beach where there aren't any sharks. <laughs> How do you know that shark is going to decide to take a little spin down to the next beach, you know? Yeah. But I didn't. And then I was standing on coral. And I said, gee, I need a pedicure. Maybe I'll just rub my foot on this coral. Yeah. I didn't know coral was so bad. I was bleeding profusely. Really? I'm bleeding profusely, and there's a shark in the area. I said, you know, I think I should get out of this water. I think so, too. <laughs> Before I'm taken out of the water forever. You know, oh, my God. For miles. But, oh, Gina and I have had a lot of fun experiences. What's a memorable vacation you guys have taken? Where have you been? <sighs> mm. Well, we used to go to Saratoga Springs um, for six weeks. Is that where the horses are? Yeah. Mm. And uh, we stayed in this gorgeous townhouse. Townhouses they aren't like they are here they're not on top of each other mm-hmm. so it's a singular freestanding townhouse where's that where's sarasota springs saratoga saratoga springs um it's north of albany it takes about three hours three and a half hours to oh, get so there. up north here mm. wow new york state um it's an easy ride i'd ask a girlfriend one time why don't you you know meet us up there we'll have a good time we'll take you to eat Pardon me. We'll take you out to eat, you know, all that stuff. She says, oh, I can't drive that far by myself. I said, what? I said, I do. She says, no, you ride with Jean. I said, no, we're there for so long, I need two carfuls of stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> pack two carfuls of stuff, huh? Well, we fish. Yeah. You know, you need yeah. your fishing equipment, your poles, and your clothes. And the thing about it in Saratoga... It can be hot as hell in the day and 55 at night. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be prepared. Or if it rains, the track is muddy, so you have to be prepared for that. You know, you're always prepared for whatever you have to do. You know? But she had a beautiful townhouse. I mean, $5,000 paintings on the wall. And, you know, to some people, 5000 is nothing, you know, unless it's 50000 you know. Yeah. But it was everything. And she had a room that was all dedicated to. Saratoga and the horses was wonderful. Really? Yeah. Two bedrooms, two baths. Um, Sounds amazing. It was, uh, then she had another third bedroom downstairs. Then she had a, a, like a family room den kind of thing. Gene used as his office. Mm -hmm. And she has what I, I have to find out what this is, but I can't talk to her unless I kill her. Um, (laughs) Because she, she screwed me royally. And. How so? Well, what happened was last time we were going, this is very hard for me to talk about. Okay. But you don't have to if you want no, to. No, I, I can do it. I just okay. don't want to hurt his feelings. Um, when we were going up to New York State, we paid it in increments, you know. I think it was like 15000 for the six weeks. It's yeah. not cheap, you know. Yeah. And you buy your own food and this and that. She supplies linens. Whoopee. Yeah. You know, <laughs> All that money for some linens. Yeah, yeah. But... You were we were on uh, the lake, so it wasn't far from the track. She had a boat. She used to take us out on her boat on the lake, just hanging out, you know, docks. It was a wonderful place to be. Mm-hmm. So she had a beautiful um, deck and a beautiful yard with all flowers everywhere. It's just relaxing. You know, you have to get away from here. It's so congested and so fast-paced. Of course. 
and um, we're getting ready to go, and that's when uh, Gene had his accident <coughs> uh. on a Tuesday before the Friday we were going to leave. And what pissed me off is I called her up and told her, oh, really? I was like, oh, really? Is that what someone says to you? She says, oh, really? Oh, really? Like, very casual. Mm, like, oh, he got a haircut. Oh, really? Mm. So I said, Karen, do you think you could send my $5,000 back? Because we used to pay her on installments. I'm not going to give her all this money at once, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, I already spent it. I said, I just sent it to you three days ago. Jesus, what a bitch. This bitch made about 150 grand a year. Plus, her ex-husband was a multi, multi, multi-millionaire who would have given her anything. And your husband just got into a serious accident. Right. Well, he became a quadriplegic. Yeah. Wow. And see, so I said to her very nicely, I said, Karen, you're so lucky you live three and a half hours away. Because otherwise, I would come and kill you. Oh, my goodness. I said, I'd be over your house killing you as we speak. Jesus. I was so insulted. That we'd could be too. I would be We'd too. been going there about seven years to the same place. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you of my situation. You know, not that we're dirt poor, but it's just the idea. You know, I mean, God, I didn't even ask for the whole thing back. Just the last installment. This is how she was. Mm-hmm. Value us as, you know, as customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should have. Mm. You know, or maybe hoped we'd send her someone else. Because we took care of everything. I had everything clean. Everything was perfectly immaculate. She could come in any time. You know, she didn't walk in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe she did. I don't know. Because I didn't change the locks. You can't do that. You know, but it was just a strange, strange way I thought that somebody would react to such a tragedy, you know? Yeah. But we That's a cruel uh, person. Yeah. she's. She said to me one day, it's so hard being so beautiful. She said that. I started laughing because she's anything. <laughs> I told I, I told the gazillionaire on the other side in his in his place. I said, "You know what Karen said to me?" So I told him, and he started gagging. <laughs> they all hated her. The people on the other side, don't forget these are separate. Like his was a townhouse, but he was very wealthy, and he had a lady come over every day to cook for him, and he had vegetables and stuff growing. They would pick his vegetables and make those. And then he put in a um, waterfall. Oh, what a waterfall this was. You know, most people put a little trickle in. Oh, no, not him. You know, it's like, and the stone came from Vermont. And I'm sitting there and I said, Gene, this thing has a leak in it. Mm. Gene says, no, it can't have a leak in it. It had a leak in it. They had to rip it all apart. Really? Yeah. And they supposedly knew what they were doing, but it can happen to anybody. You know, when you're building something, you can t- one little misstep makes all the difference. Yeah. So what have you been doing lately? I'm just doing this. Doing. I'm glad. I'm glad that you participated in this little podcast. Oh, thank you. Rolling Cafetero podcast is what I call it. Uh-huh. And like I was telling you earlier, this is like an ode to my daughter. Mm-hmm. Show her that I am capable of listening. <laughs> to me, you've always been a good listener. I, I maybe it's what she says you don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if she's disrespectful, that's 
I, I wouldn't tolerate that. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of that either. I mean, but no matter who respect. your parents are, mm-hmm. you should totally have a level of respect. No, but she's not disrespectful. She's a great kid. Mm-hmm. Um, just had a little bit of um, detachment from her at the, at the time being. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, young, she's young, she's a young adult, she's trying to figure things out. It's not easy. Imagine you when you were 22. Are you, what would, what advice would you give yourself when you were 22? After all the life experience you have now. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. I had such a great time. I wouldn't change it. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I've had a wonderful life. I didn't have problems. I didn't have, you know, I was, I'm was i not the lonely type. I've always had friends, mm-hmm. a place to go, something to do. You know, hung out with bikers. And you hung out with bikers? Yeah. Like MCs? Motorcycle club type bikers? No. What kind of bikers? Heavy duty. Really? Mm-hmm. Look at you. <laughs> Oh man, Gail. Property of. <laughs> was it property of? You were a property of? Yeah. You were, what, what are those, what, what do they call them? Um, Pro- property of. Like, no, old lady? Yeah, somebody's old lady. That's somebody's true. old lady. Do you know one girl, I was in a bar one night mm-hmm. with my property of colors on, and she says to me, Can I ask you a question? I said, Sure. She says, Do you have to fuck everybody in the club to get that jacket? She said that to you? Yeah. I said, Quite the opposite. You can't fuck anybody in this club except a person whose name is on the jacket. Yeah. I mean, police, you know. You'll find me in the street somewhere. Who's this dude? Hmm? Who's the dude that you're property of? Um, I was property of Matt. What um, biker club institution was he a part of? Pagans. Wow, I know about those guys. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Scary dudes. Ah, uh, nah. Well, Not really? Depends on what you were doing. Depends on what side of the foot you're on. I never never (laughs) even had an argument with any of them. Yeah. Except one. Except one. Um, He was the uh, president of the chapter, and uh, Mm. he started hassling me, and I never talked back to them. But then he grabbed my hair and, like, tried to flip me. Yeah. But I grabbed his arm. Yeah. So we were were fist fighting, and um, I had the... Am I saying something? Yeah, I don't want you to say anything in that. Well, anyway, um, we were fist fighting and I was winning. Good. Until he pulled the gun on and stuck to my head and cocked the trigger. And then I was afraid to breathe. But, wow. But my old man came in and said, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I was like freaking out. And that was the last hassle I had with him. I'm glad you're not part of that circle anymore. I'm not. <laughs> that's freaking yeah but it's excitement of course it's exciting but all that drama toxic shit comes with those exciting circles <laughs> yeah but you know sometimes just being in the house is especially with this covid thing you know <laughs> i mean watching an ants build an anthill yeah. is exciting at this point in time oh but we're all going through it 
Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's, and these young people are killing themselves. Why? It'll pass. It'll pass. Yeah. Biden has six months to live, and then <laughs> we'll do something with Hamilton Harris. And <laughs> Pelosi looks like she's going to fall over at any moment. That's true. I don't know who's next in line after her. I mean, it's... Now, what's going to happen with the... Your party, the Republican Party, they um seems to be divided now with this whole thing, you know. Well, I mean, I feel like I feel like Trump dropped the ball right there in the last minute. What do you think? Referring to what? Like the the Capitol. Okay, all right. Tell me, tell you. Talk about the Capitol. Tell me about it. Okay, I'll tell you the truth about the Capitol, right, Gene? We listen to his his speeches and everything. Trump, yeah. Trumpy. He said nothing, nothing to incite a riot. To incite it. To instigate anything for anybody to get hurt. Mm. Everything that happens there, they blame Trump. Yeah. From the media I, definitely had a hard on for oh, him. They, they still do. Yeah. That's why I watch Fox News. I mean, they'll say if he does something wrong, too. But it's not constantly wrong. No one can be 100% wrong. Yeah. You know, and he did more for our country than any president in the past 20 years. COVID got in his way, but he cut taxes. Biden's raising taxes. For the first time in years, we were energy self-sufficient. Biden ripped out, made him stop on the pop pipeline. These guys are making 140, 150,000 a year. They say, oh, you can just go find another job. Mm. Oh, yeah, where? I'll go work there. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, they were counting on this money. Canada was furious. He wants to have, he wants to eliminate gas, coal, oil, what kinds of fuel, excuse me. <coughs> and you're going to pay dearly through the nose for everything. No, a lot of um, military families supported him. Mm. Biden? No. Trump. Trump. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, because he he supported the military. Yeah. He got most of them out of there, you know. Yeah, during his administration, I don't remember hearing anything about the Taliban. No. Or those terrorist guys. Well, he kills. Uh, what's the guy's name, Gene? That he kills over there. The Soleimani. Yeah, he killed Soleimani. Soleimani, yeah. With a drone. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. And then think about all the peace he made in the Mideast between, um, with Jerusalem and those other countries over there, and everybody's happy he got nominated for three um, peace prizes. You know, I, I mean, no other president had that. Yeah. So Things like coming back. 2024, is it, Gene? They run again, 2024? You think he's going to come back? Never know. Never know. He's Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what he's going to do next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what can you tell from two years from now, four years? I mean, I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen with this. Uh, the Biden? Open borders for all. Mm. I'm very opposed to it. My heart goes out to anybody that's suffering. But that doesn't mean I want quarter of a million people just rushing into my country. We don't know if they have COVID. 
we don't know anything about them. They have no money. He's gonna wants to put everybody on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, medicine. <laughs> Children go to school. You know, just give them all the privileges of being an American when they're not even documented. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to put them. There's no places to work nowadays considering the shutdowns and everything. So what are they going to be doing but living off the government? And then he wants to raise our taxes. Gasoline tax is going to go up. Why doesn't he just finish the border? Yeah. You know, and then be selective who you let in. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of illegals here, and I have nothing against them. You know, everybody has landscapers. I mean, <laughs> 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 you know, you know, but but how many more do you freaking need? You know, <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Every landscaper oh I've God. ever had in Mexico. <laughs> the guy, a guy, bought a car for me, and it got stolen from in his driveway. He didn't have a chance to register. I said, "You better go register." Yeah. I, I said because I signed off on it, so it's your car now. You know. Oh, can I do that? I said, "What's the problem? I'm an illegal alien." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I said, "Oh, have somebody else go sign for it then." Change this and change that and do something, you know. Yes, oh my God! Because that's but not the first question I ask people: Are you an illegal? No, alien? no. Well, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, just play devil's advocate a little bit. You know, this country's a country of immigrants. Where well, do your your family originally from? Um. Well, my mother's not sure because she lived in the Midwest. When you grow mm-hmm. up in the Midwest, you don't know as much as people do on the East Coast mm-hmm. because it's still fresh. So they carry it over. Like my father was Polish. Okay. In Poland, he spoke, uh, I don't know, six languages. Your father was originally from Poland? Yes. He came? He came here. Okay. But born in Poland. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, he landed in um, the East Coast? Yes. Through New York. Oh, wow. Through Ellis Island? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. So, you know, it's, and he spoke, I don't know, six languages. Six languages. I find that a lot. A lot of people in Europe, they, s- they speak a lot of languages. Well, what amazes my husband, Gene, is yeah. the fact that my husband speaks Arabic. Gene? My, pardon me, my father speaks Arabic. Now, why does he speak Polish, Russian, Ukrainian, English, Arabic? Where, where does that fit in there? Plus, he um, studied to be a priest. Also, he was like a Jesuit. He could have been a Jesuit because a lot of those Jesuits speak various languages. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He didn't get that far yet. Mm. And then he also spoke, um, let's see, Russian, English. He was a court interpreter. Um, and he was a court interpreter? Yeah. Wow. Um, that makes sense. He was a very, very interesting person. He met my mother in the service. She was on your whack. You're your mother? Yeah, woman's air corps. Hmm. What do you mean, woman's air corps? What is that? That's what whack stands for. Woman's oh. Army corps. Woman's army corps. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. I thought you were saying she was whack. No, like no. Huh? She was wacky or something. Oh, that she was too, but <laughs> that's what made her interesting. <laughs> but um, that's how they met. Oh, that's cool. 
He was studying to be a priest at the time, and he took a sabbatical. And he met my mother in L.A. I guess he didn't want to be a priest anymore. Changed his mind. mind. Women have the tendency to do that, too. Mm, They can ruin your life. But he he was good because it was... Our church wasn't air conditioned yet. Mm. So if you wanted to go to church on Sunday and it was too hot, I would just kneel in front of my father. <laughs> and he would put this like scarf around his neck and he would just bless me in Latin. And that was it for the day. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. I was actually hearing this about movie theaters back in the day. One of the, one of the uh, attractions of going in the movie theater wasn't even so much the movie. It was that they had air conditioning. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's people, true. that's one of the things they advertise was like, hey, air conditioning, so it was a hot yeah. summer day. You're like, hey, let's yeah. go catch a movie just to cool off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I found that interesting. Uh, yeah, because I know we didn't, we didn't have air I lived in, um, it was a, what the hell was it? It was a two-bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. living room and a kitchen and a bathroom. His bag. His bag. Oh. We'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hey, thank you for listening to this podcast. With my guest Gail, unfortunately we didn't get a chance to uh, say goodbye, but just wanted to thank everyone for listening and leave you with my outro music. We had a little abrupt ending, but always appreciate the support and I'm glad that you guys are listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.